This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Rhodes and I've got a new podcast, The NFL Road Show. Fun and kind of nerdy conversation about the NFL every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got some amazing guests that are joining me. I'll be breaking the huddle with the top stories, previewing games. We'll get you set for the weekend fantasy with our Fantasy Friday episodes, and we'll answer some of your questions as well. So subscribe to the NFL Roadshow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Chris Amania, brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man. Oh, Look at powerful questions. <laughs> Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the Chris Van Vliet Show. And as the year comes to an end here, it's so impressive seeing how far AEW has come in a relatively short period of time. And if you couldn't tell from the title of this interview, this is the chat that I had with Cody Rhodes three days before AEW's inaugural show, Double or Nothing. That was on May 25th, 2019 at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. I'm honored to say I was there. It was electric. It was historic. And it really set the tone for what we could come to expect from All Elite Wrestling. And this was an interview that was done uh, before I had a podcast. So this was only posted on YouTube. So I figured while we take a few days off for the holidays, now is the perfect time to post this. And we can kind of look back at, you know, what we talked about in this conversation over the last, you know, year and a half since AEW's existed. And also just how much AEW has shifted just over 2020. So if you're listening to this right now, could I just ask you to take a second to subscribe or follow on whatever app that you're listening on? And if you have a few seconds after that, and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please just take a few seconds to leave a review. It's so, so helpful in helping to grow the show. FM Nation 87 titles this review, CVV, a man after my own heart. I work overnight and listen to five podcasts all shift long. I've listened to every one of your pods, and I love them. I also listen to Sam Roberts, who you had on, Ariel Hawani, who you had on, Conrad Thompson, who you just had on. If you have Chael Sonnen, you will complete my whole list and my heart. Oh my gosh, I'll complete your heart. Keep up the great work and the great guests. CVV is the man. Well, come on. Thank you. Thank you for that, but how could I possibly be the man when you're the man? I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to leave that review, and you're right. I think we need to have the bad guy, Chael Sonnen, on the show next year. So let's put that out of the world. Let's make that happen. Just like that. Poof. Poof. It's happening. Okay. And as I record this right now, it's been almost two years to the day that AEW was announced. That was, of course, January 1st, 2019. And a lot has happened since then. Not just in the world of wrestling, but a lot's happened, you know, just in the world. Who would have predicted that we'd be sitting here right now 
talking about COVID-19 and everything it's, you know, every, all the different ways it's impacted us. But it's just so fascinating to look back at this interview now because we only knew a few details about All Elite Wrestling you know, when we did this interview. I mean, we were talking about, is there going to be pyro? What's the belt going to look like? How many hours would Dynamite be? So we got a lot of those questions answered for the very first time during this interview in Cody's hotel room in Miami. So here you go. Enjoy this chat with Cody Rhodes. All right, just hanging out in Cody Rhodes' hotel room. Yeah. Thank you for making this happen. No, thank you. And we, if, if you can't tell, there's a great view. Yeah. But we had to turn the couch around, but it's magnificent. Miami. You're living the gimmick, though. You are in the best hotel in Miami. With the center view, too. Yeah, Yeah. you do. You have the best view that maybe we'll show you after. But yeah, you do have the best view. Good view. Roger Goodell is next door, I think. Like in the room next door? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I I mean, you heard him. I kind of created that. You know, I heard a voice (laughs) on the balcony and it sounded a lot like him. And I saw him last night. So I'm going to say it was him. Was he yelling about some teams? No. What a friendly guy. Oh. Yeah. I kept saying, I'm a big fan. And I don't think he meant, like, understood what I was saying. Like, I'm an NFL huge fan and it's freaking Roger Goodell. It's cool. (laughs) It's obviously very timely that we're talking, not just because. Double or Nothing is on Saturday, but yesterday was three years to the day that you were uh, asked for your release from WWE. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you ever imagine when you asked for that release that uh, any of the stuff that you've done in the last three years would have happened? (laughs) No. And you know how, like, you, like, have, like, an idea as to, like, what your goals are and things you want and places you want to go? Yeah. I probably had 10 different things in mind, and none of them included this situation we're in now. And that's how unprecedented this situation is now. And it really is like the more people, you know, like yourself who know about wrestling, this is crazy. It's, it's only going to happen in here and now. So yeah. trying to kind of soak it in and enjoy it and then just be in the zone from the Turner up fronts and that TNT announcement, ITV and the freaking UK, like, man, it's good. It's a good time, man. Are you able to step back from it and kind of realize the magnitude of what this is? So it's not it's not missed on me in terms of how big this is, but I just want to ride the high um, until obviously like there's an epic. I, I'm due for an epic crash. I don't know what it is. <laughs> some sort of scandal, something. Who knows? But but it's just it keeps going. And me and a uh, DDP has been a real good mentor. To me, and um, he is that every day is like, I cannot believe this is happening. And he was on TNT and millions of viewers with WCW and seeing it happen because I told him, you know, like, hey, it's it's a real thing. You just stay tuned. Yeah. And I don't think he, I don't think anyone believed us until um, actually TNT put out that first tw- uh, tweet with the fire. <laughs> Man. The very Nitro-esque fire. So we're all in the van and we're like getting like pumped up to go to this media. And I was tying Matt Jackson's tie. And then Brandy just randomly goes, oh, TNT tweeted. Like we never had, we never got to control it. They just did it. And it was such a good, cool thing to see that they supported it. I was yeah. excited. Yeah. Well, they should. This is going to be the biggest show on their network, I think, this fall. I hope so. I hope so. I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to, to you know, because... 
one of the things sitting there at the the Warner Media upfronts, it's actually really educational because they're talking about the multi-platform use of not only your your viewers directly on the network, but your viewers on the streaming service, your viewers with Bleacher Report, like and driving them uh, to kind of keep the the wheel going was really exciting and up mm. our like in line with what we already do, like as disruptors, we went from disruptors to kind of being in the system ourselves. And it's perfect. I'm excited about it. How long do you think until we find out the date of your launch, how long your show is, if you guys are going to be live, all that good stuff? It's really likely the show is going to be two hours. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's the sweet spot. In terms of the schedule, we'll find out um, probably in the next few months, uh, for sure, and it'll be in a great spot to you know to be in prime time on TNT. We're man, we we're, they've really set us up. Yeah, and now you've got to go. And the big thing we want to deliver is the bell, the bell, and the sports centric. And is that my phone? It's okay. Oh, son of a, who it's, is it? Um, Tony, Tony, come on, just text him in the middle of this interview. Freaking out. Don't do the interview. <laughs> what did you do? You said, oh, my uh, God. He, he can hear it all, man. He can. No, uh, but yeah, <laughs> we, we should find out in the next few, uh, probably the next few months. Another thing that's really cool is you'll be able to find out, you know, per market where we're going to be because we're going to go all around. This isn't going to be something that's just stationed. Oh, so you won't spot. have a home base like Impact had the Impact Zone. Oh, no, man. This is a touring. This is a touring brand. We're wow. going, I mean, we're really, no pun intended, going all in on the concept <laughs> of it. And uh, each, it's so special because we're not doing a live event system. So when we come, we're bringing our absolute best uh, from match quality to star quality. Boom. And is it going to be live on those... When, when, when you, those shows, I feel like okay. I'm giving away a lot of information. Yeah, there is a lot. But I do think, info. did Tony already say it? I, I, two hours live. There we go. Yeah. And I, I, are we going to see a, a belt maybe on Saturday? They're not belts, a championship. So, in a weird way, I always understood what Vince like meant when he was like, oh, they're not, you know, belts hold your pants up. Like, I got it. But I, I've said title, I've said championship a few times in our little circle now, and everyone's really adamant that we say belt. Mm. So it's like a now we're pushing back against it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I think uh, on Saturday there is the chance uh, there is the chance that you might see the greatest world championship title that's ever been created. Yes. And uh, there's also a chance I might have showed him a picture of it before this interview. He might have got a sneak peek. I saw it. Who knows? How much can I say about how awesome it is? Just how awesome it is. Yeah. Just how it's 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 really great. I uh, every day they kind of you know the progress shots have been cool and I'll be able to to see it. I'm not guaranteeing it will be there Saturday. That was a wink. I saw that. But uh, <laughs> but I'm excited about it and um, we're actually the battle royal, the stakes of the battle royal, getting that opportunity to potentially wrestle for the world championship, to wrestle for the world championship. Uh, it's just. Every match has, you know, high stakes placed on it. Good stuff. This seems like, kind of coincidentally, the perfect week for you guys to be launching. Wrestling fans are very upset with let's the find, product. Let's find out who's okay, texting. Okay, let's find out who's texting. Let's, let's find see. out who, okay. who, who it just has, keeps dinging. Who is so disrespectful? Yeah. Where is We're, that sucker? It's over here somewhere. Let's find out who did it. And then read them out loud. Let's see what... Let's see I who this is. Brandy. Well, that... Could be important. Now, now we don't know where your phone now is. Now we don't know where the phone is, gang. Wow. Hang in there, guys. Okay. Yeah. Stay, well, tuned. Well. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay <laughs> tuned. 
bed sheets. We're going to show all this too. I, it's over here. It's over here. It's over here. Is it in the trash? No way. That would be a clear sign I've lost my mind. It is over here though. You it's over it, here. Right? Or is it outside? Guys, we're so close. Jeez, wow. We're close. Is it behind the curtains maybe? Is it in this couch? <laughs> yes. Oh, we found it, guys. We found it. We found it. Okay. Oh, wow. Already. That's a lot them. of text. Yeah, we're going to read them all. Okay. Let's see who we got here. We're going to read them all. Okay. All right. Wow, that's a lot. A guy who makes my boots. Uh, they've been delivered. They've been delivered, which means pay me. Great. Uh, Mandy said that you got about 20 minutes. Okay, that's me, yeah. Uh, Nick Jackson. I've heard of him. Can you film like just like five seconds of you traveling to Vegas? I'm going to get everyone to do it, and it'll be cold open for Monday's BTE. Now you know. Wow. Nick's furious. Okay, yeah. And then, Jeff, uh, the uh, team to road to Double or Nothing. Are we doing noon Eastern or noon Pacific? Oh, man. Go, you know what I, I'm going to tell all these people? What? Just go with your heart. You know, there's the ask, answer. When they ask questions, yeah. that's my new answer to questions that, I, that <laughs> seem like is just, what does your heart tell you? The best thing about that is you just read those texts and didn't respond to any of them. Well, I'm going to get back to him. Where I, I was, I rudely had to interrupt the interview. You know, I haven't got back to Zach Ryder. Sent me a text like three months ago. I still haven't got back to. Don't watch this. Yeah, I, I love know. him. I just yeah. If it doesn't have a question mark. Like if it's not really pertinent, we're good. And I'm going to film that stuff for Nick. Uh, yeah, for sure. Of course you will. Yeah, but it is like the coincidentally the best week because the wrestling fans are like. They, they're fed up. And with what happened at Money in the Bank with Brock and this 24-7 title, it's like you have the best timing for this. I only saw a picture of the 24-7 title. And then uh, did th this isn't meant to be facetious in any way. I'm curious because I didn't watch. Did Brock climb the ladder? Yeah. He was not officially in the match. But he did climb it. He climbed it. And then like it was, you could tell he was kind of nervous and he thought he was on the rung he needed to be on. It was like... Oh, eight, climb, climb up one more rung? Eight foot, 10 or 12, do you know? I don't know. Probably an eight. But uh, yeah. You're, you've wrestled before, I right? have, yeah. yeah. In, I've just never so you guys had a know, ladder match. An eight foot ladder in an arena looks great. In a stadium, it's got to be 10 or 12. Otherwise, it gets it oh. looks super small. Wow. Right? Which means that the bump is just oh. terrible, yeah. Well, you saw the belt. What'd you think of it? The 24-7 yeah. belt? Yeah. You know? Yep. We're talking about such a nice one. <laughs> Sometimes, what is it? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It is, know? yeah. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. There it is. Well, Mick looked great. Yeah, he does. Mick yeah. looked great. He's been doing that DDP yoga. Who hasn't been right. doing it? So, lifelong friend, uh, mentor, helped me considerably. Him and Dusty were tight. Uh, I was in the original DDP, uh, DDP, our yoga for regular guys book. I've never done the current program. Really? Yeah, I'm just the whole, I'm the last holdout. He just sent me a link so I can do it. I'm actually oh. I'm actually going to do in the future when I have some more time because I've been doing a lot with the actual TV show I host and these interviews. I'm going to do 90 days doing DDP yoga every single day for 90 days to see the transformation. What's your goal there? The goal is to get ripped. That's it. And be flexible. Like I can That's a pretty fair goal because you can touch my toes. Yeah. But I think I'd really be able to touch my Has nose. Dallas ever done the thing where he puts, grabs his foot and holds oh, it? Yeah. yeah. Isn't he, that impressive? He used to do it at a lot of meetings and stuff. And I thought, 
you know, not every crowd is for this. Some, <laughs> some crowds are for it, but he's the best, man. Love him. When we talked last time, uh, we talked a lot about how you were just Cody and Ring of Honor, and you're like, but I actually do own the last name yeah. Rhodes. And you're like, but I have a good relationship with WWE, and I don't want to mess things up. Mm-hmm. Do you still have a good relationship with them? I would think I do, but I'm, it, it's dawning on me I likely don't, if, any, if that makes any sense. I would think we were still... You know, I learned a lot there. I had a great time. I'm, you know, I met my wife. I also, I got to wrestle some of the best. Uh, Taker was still pretty active. I got to be in there with Taker. Sean was active. Got to be in there with Sean and and Hunter himself. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm not too well received. Well, you're the enemy now. Oh, wow. What a statement. You You may be the first person who said it like that. Damn. Damn. Is it ringing true now? We were kind of always the enemy, me and my family. We were like the kind of like bastard family of wrestling. And Dusty, you know, he, he always was an individual. He never really fit into the corporate structure. He did great there, and they really took care of him. But I think we were always kind of the enemy. I just maybe rattled the saber a little bit more and caused a bit more disruption. But, hey... That's all good. Well, now it all comes full circle at Double or Nothing. Yeah. With Dustin. Is there's been some talk. Is this a retirement match? I would think this is his last match. I would think it is. Now it's not been stated. It's not and we're not putting some sort of like element like that on it. And because that's his decision and his world. And one of the big things about this match, though, is really now or never. Um people wanted this match. At the time they wanted it, you know, three three years ago, I think, three to four years ago. At WrestleMania. Yeah, they wanted this match actually a lot more than I wanted it. Oh, wow. Um, mainly because it was time for us to go our separate ways. We're, we're solo acts, and we had a really great run as a team. And I love all that, but it was time for us to go our, our separate ways. And now as we got to this event, and this kind of fell into place the way it did, um, there's so many elements of it that are real, and that's a really great thing to to bring to the screen and it it beams across, but I would think this is his last match, but by no means does he have that pressure on him. You know, I just, he is getting older and he's actually said himself, he'd like to slow down. So we'll see. I think it's safe to say a lot of things have changed in 2020, including how we work. Businesses across the globe now are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more visits than any other job site. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other job sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time. There's no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria so you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job. This makes Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. And right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit today at Indeed.com slash 
Blue Wire. This is their best offer that you will find anywhere. So go right now to indeed.com slash Blue Wire. The offer is valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. And football is back in full swing, baby. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off by wagering on wins, division, and championship futures. You can do this all day, every day. So head to Bet Online and take advantage of their great sign-up bonuses. Just make sure you use the code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. When I tweeted out that I was going to be interviewing you, you retweeted it, so thank you for that. Hell yeah, man. You retweet your friends. Appreciate that. All right? That's it. Yeah, that's the truth, though, man. I like that. Man, I check. You go to that verified followers <laughs> who, who's who's following you. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta get your friends. A lot of people were asking about Hangman. Is is he still going to be part of Double or Nothing in some way? So he's still full gear ready for sure. Uh, he had it in him all along. You know, it was in there. He's still full gear ready. He won't be weighing in at Starcast. Instead, at Starcast, we're going to have Sammy Guevara and Kip Sabian weigh in. But I think Hangman's. I know for a fact he'll be in Vegas. He is doing StarCast, and he'll be at Double or Nothing. What he does there is a mystery. Mm. Well, as we look ahead, how much TV have you guys planned out, written out? Like, are we talking six months, a year? You know, None. No, no. no. <laughs> um, actually, we got a pretty good uh, bearing on, on, I'd say, six months to a year, exactly that. Because long-form story... Telling is good in every medium, whether it be the film, TV, whatever it may be. It's to know and to and to work backwards. Um, we've got a good what would I call it? Like a syllabus outline. Wow, I yeah, say syllabus. Ah, you're like a college professor. Yeah, there's like a yeah. syllabus to what we're gonna do. But uh, one thing that Matt Jackson's really good about pointing out is some stuff just catches fire. And one thing we want to do differently than any other wrestling that's out there is you can't deny something when it catches. So if something catches, we're gonna we're gonna hmm. push that. We're gonna promote that. If an individual catches, we're gonna push that. We're gonna promote that. And that all starts at double or nothing. So, I mean, there's this is a there's a lot of guys on this show who are so so talented. And if you cover the indie scene, you've been around it. Yeah. You've probably seen some of them. But for people who are just jumping on board, maybe they heard Jim Ross was going to be part of the show or Chris Jericho, and they're just jumping on board. Ooh, I think there's they're going to really take away with some new favorites, uh, men and women. I think a lot of people are really hanging on to when you said there's no heels or faces anymore. What a dumb thing to tweet. Wow. <laughs> right? What a dumb thing to tweet. I like <laughs> I like fixed it like three times too. And no one, those tweets don't matter. The one matters. Um, oof. I didn't mean the constructs of bad guys and good guys goes away. They exist in every form of storytelling. What I meant was, there's this date. You almost have to be a wrestler to understand, and that's the worst thing to tell somebody. But there's this dated outlook on 
heels, not even baby faces, just heels, mm-hmm. where we can't turn the clock back. Uh, Bully Ray is a great example of uh, someone who, you know, really tries to be a heel, but also if I Google Bully Ray, there's an image of him holding a cat at the Humane Society because he's a great person and yeah. likes animals. And and he's also a radio host on Busted Open. So it, it was more of a like a play on some of these young idiot wrestlers that are, oh, I don't sign autographs because I'm a heel. Like, that's just, uh, you don't even know what a heel is. You're not really a heel or a baby face until you're into your run, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Should I have tweeted that? Absolutely not. Because even my explanation now doesn't make sense to people. Good guys, bad guys, we'll have all that. I just don't use the terms. And believe me, everyone around me, also they use the terms. So I still get it. I get it. I know what it is. I know what they're supposed to be. Nobody likes good guy, bad guy, or I say protagonist and antagonist. So I can see everyone. Very Spielberg-esque of you. You can hear, you literally, when I say it, you can feel people rolling their eyes. Like, oh, fuck, here he is. I don't know how much you can talk about the wins and losses mattering, but there's obviously a lot of question marks around that. Does that mean that we're going to see a win-loss record? Will that, you know, go into whether someone's the number one contender? How's that going to work? Well, so one of the things that Tony really brought on board was kind of the analytical outlook on wrestling. And he he's covered it. He's, he's been such a fan, such a hardcore fan of the business. Wins and losses matter in any competitive sport. If that makes, I, I think that makes perfect sense. They matter in any competitive sport. Now, what we are isn't just sports. It's also entertainment. It's, it's this whole other thing. It's pro wrestling. But the concept of guys wanting to win matches and women wanting to win matches because that's who gets paid more and that is actually real mm-hmm. isn't that confusing. So when you look at the fact that wins and losses will matter and you ask about like, you know, records, we really want to take a deep dive. And Tony has, I mean, he does it for baseball. He does it for football. He does it for all these sports with his outlook on analytics and and by the numbers. I think that's a really cool mm. concept. When I read the press release that we put out for, for Warner Media coming to TNT, I felt like it was almost like Trek, like Trek babble. It, it came across as something that I think people got hung up on. Really, it's just wins and losses will matter. There's not going to be 50-50 booking. And it's when you commit to something or somebody, we're going to go forward with that. I've only, I'm only more vague. I'm getting more vague as we go. I appreciated that though. How are you going to be able to balance being an executive in the company? I'm not. But also being a worker in the ring. I'm not. One of the things is going to take over. Right. So I'm, I have just, my wrestling ego is, my wrestling ego has really gotten in check. I feel like I have a real good open mind. I'm a hundred percent aware of like, oh, that's a self-serving. That's, Mm -hmm. I'm aware of it. The other side of things, I'm enjoying the executive side so much. It sounds so strange, but like the idea that I have an office and my poor assistant, he- just, And you have an assistant. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is- What's this his name? It's a real deal. Oh, he would ta- he would be terrified. His name is uh, Michael Quillari. He's not technically my assistant. He's an associate producer. Oh, there you go. But okay. He's a, but he's my assistant. <laughs> Um, but he's a bet. He's the best. And to be able to have somebody like that with you and be able to talk and plan and then get with Tony and talk and plan. And I don't know what it is, but I'm just obsessed with writing emails 
and and the organizational aspect of this, maybe because I never had a, a job. I was just always a wrestler, and now I have a job. And to be able to yeah. uh, talk with Keith Mitchell, you know, executive producer uh, Keith Mitchell, and go back and forth there, that stuff really excites me. Um, and it scares me how much it ex- excites me because at the end of the day, what I'll be judged by is actually my bell to bell in ring. Yep. So right now I've balanced it, but we've had uh, six months to prepare for one show. When we go to week to week, that will really be the challenge. But I'm young. Um, we don't have children yet. We just have the dogs. I think I can do it. Yeah, I mean, you could have been the best executive for the last six months. No one would know this, though, because all I they have, see... I have been Of course you executive. have been. Yeah. But all they would see, though, is what <laughs> we're going to see on Saturday. Yeah, and then that's... I totally... My mom, you know, who's just like really mean... A beautiful, wonderful woman, but but she's like really stern about the industry. She's actually always like, "Oh, you're you, you're only as good as your your last match," and that is the truth. Like you, that's what they remember the last outing you had, and she'll be watching on Saturday, and I can't screw it up because she'll let me know. Have you popped your mom yet? I know it's very hard to get her to. I got her it all in. Okay, uh, she hasn't watched anything since. Sent her every link to oh, Culture City. Uh, Brandy got this, uh, they got a partnership with Culture City, which Double or Nothing is the first sensory inclusive show ever. So um, autism, PTSD, people with sensory, uh, you know, ailments to be able to provide them a cheat sheet and headphones and glasses. They get their bags from Culture City, which is the people at Culture City are unbelievable. And they, they do this for concerts and different sporting events and now to be able to do it for wrestling. And they have a room that people can go to. Uh, I just visited the one in the State Farm Arena in Atlanta. Just awesome. But that was something my mom was really, I, I think, proud of the fact that her her daughter-in-law had, uh, had accrued that partnership. And that's the last pop I think we got from her. Since you, uh, since you were part of the announcement on January 1st, what's been the one question that people keep asking or tweeting you? Oh, since the first part? Like since we realized AEW is a company, what's been the biggest thing? Oh, it goes back and forth. It's, all, it's usually talent-based. Oh, yes. Because yeah. now every talent yeah. ever, you're recommended them. Yeah. And you can't because then you would be in another situation like another wrestling company is now where they have all the talent in the world and they don't have the time, even though they should. But the, the, you know if that makes any sense? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's so much. Um, so that's, what, what name do you get asked about the most? It, it just, it depends oh. on the day. Yeah. So like the last few weeks, uh, Sasha Banks has been a lot of Sasha Banks. In the early stages, uh, a lot of CM Punk. Mm-hmm. If uh, Randy ever likes a tweet of mine, a lot of Randy. Randy's the best, man. They don't realize. I think Randy just likes that stuff just to stir stuff up, (laughs) um, which is great because he's the best, dude. He's earned that. They don't realize that you guys could be friends, possibly. Well, that's the other thing. Uh, That's like the coolest part about this is the element of recruitment isn't like recruitment anywhere else. The boys in the industry, and that includes the women, so we'll just say the girls, the boys, the girls, the locker room has now banded together more than ever. They've banded together because it's not just this. I hate saying this, but there's, it's okay to have corporate individuals involved with wrestling. I totally understand. They bring an acumen and skill set to the business that the wrestlers and the cowboys and pirates that we don't have. But when you have too many and it becomes overwhelming when they're sitting up in first class and the 
you know, Cesaro's walking to the back of the plane. That stuff's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I forget, what was his name? George Barrios, who shows up at like two WWE events a, a year and he shakes your hand. You ain't taking a single bump. How are you getting paid millions of dollars? It's just, you know, this is a terrible thing that I'm bringing up. But, and I don't mean anything. I'm just saying that it's great to see the locker room come together. Matt Jackson always was really big on the locker room. And that was something I learned from him and I like. And, you know, there is no recruitment anymore. We're all friends. We know each other, mm-hmm. just like they did in the late 90s when they knew each other. And the rising tide and the competitive nature of this, it should be good for everybody in wrestling. Uh, I want to be respectful of your time. I'm sorry, you George, by the way. We, we never had any heat. I just... <laughs> Didn't see you at the live events a lot. Uh, people are very interested whether there's going to be pyro or not at Double or Nothing. Yeah, there is. There we go. Yeah. But so you say that, and I don't run a pyro company, so I haven't seen the uh, rehearsals. Well, any pyro is better than no pyro. Honestly, it's got to be big pyro. Because if you do like sparklers, which are cool, but if you do those, it's like, uh, you want rockets. You want like like the big mortar bang that scares you to death. You want the big stuff. So we'll find out. I'll be probably this evening because I'm mm. going to I'm gonna go over there uh, this evening and I'll see if they can blow something up for me. So we've seen the card. I'm excited. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Are we in store for some surprises too? I, I think what we have ready to go is the best wrestling show ever. I really do. Um, it's a wrestling show by wrestlers for the fans. It's 100% fan service. It wouldn't be that if there weren't surprises. There you go. Cody Rhodes. Hell yeah, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sorry, George. Well, there you have it, my friend. And <laughs> listening back to this interview again, I love how he kept in the part about him looking for his phone and then us reading the text messages. It's amazing to see how much has changed in a year and a half since we did this interview, but also how much has stayed the same. And as good as Cody is in the ring, and you know he is very good, he's actually that much better behind the scenes. And he's a big reason why AEW has been as successful as it has been. Dynamite is Wednesday night, but think of all the hard work that you don't see from Thursday to Tuesday that makes all of that possible. More like what happens from Wednesday at 10.01 Eastern time to like the following Wednesday at like 7.59. So, so much work goes into that. And as Frederick Wilcox said, progress always involves risk. You can't steal second base and keep your foot on first. I hope that resonates with you as we wrap up 2020 and head in to 2021. I mean, it can only get better from here, right? <laughs> be great. Be grateful. Happy holidays, my friends. And we'll see you on the next one.